Hey everyone, welcome to Industry Headlines. He's back, I brought him back. That's Kevin Kaufman, I'm Fred Weaver, and this is our little show talking about what's happened in the last seven days or so in the real estate world. So what's new, Kevin? Yeah, so a lot going on this week. Um, talk about open doors uh, plans for their merger slash public, initial public offering. Talk about mortgage mortgages and forbearance and those rates again. And uh, this one's going to shock you. We're going to talk about interest rates as well. What? Forbearances and interest rates again? Wow. All right. Well, yeah. let's start with Open Door. This is um, a well-documented company that has made some waves over the past few years, right? <laughs> yeah. Their high-buying model. And in some cases, people might argue they've been given more publicity than maybe deserved for their results. But nonetheless, they're trying to, uh, to uh, you know, really upend, reshape, if you will, the real estate industry and how the consumer goes about selling their house. So they've got some big news. What's, what, what's, what have you heard? Yeah, so they're effectively, they're, they're going public, um, not in the kind of traditional way that companies used to go public, but something more common now, they're doing it through uh, merger. So they're uh, announcing a merger to become a publicly traded company with a, with a currently publicly traded company called Social Capital. I can't even pronounce the last word of it. Sophia. Hedisophia, yeah. AKA, this is a way to basically not have to go through all the filing stuff, right? You go find maybe a, I don't know what the proper word is, lame duck that's already publicly traded and then you merge with them? Is that a, well, is that a, so that used better. to be one way of doing it, but then there's this other way of, which is effectively the same thing, which is what, ha what happens now is we have a lot of these um, companies with a lot of money, like venture, the venture capital firms. So they'll go start these companies. Um, sometimes they're referred to as like blank check companies. So they have all this money. They're set up specifically for a company like an open door or someone who's ready to go public, who they've got funding, but they're ready to now go public. So they're already set up there. There's this entity and what they do is they merge. Obviously they have uh, different terms on their agreement uh, and that allows them to become a publicly traded company little bit easier than the old-fashioned way this has become really popular over the last probably three to four years um, when it comes to companies going public interesting so here's my thing I, I don't mind the move right but I said this to you before we started recording like this is my personal opinion it just doesn't seem like it's coming from a position of strength yeah um, open door has not had the best run the last couple of months right so this almost seems in some regards a move of desperation I don't think that I would generally just say that oh my goodness like open doors acting desperately right like that wouldn't normally just be my my statement because i've respected a lot of what they've done and, and you know become friends in some cases with some of the people at that company but this seems like just a move not from strength I, that i don't mind saying at all yeah I, I think that's the thing too that was my initial hunch too is like i get it i don't think there was ever any plans to not go public i'm, I'm certain that's always been in their playbook but what i agree with you on for sure here is that um, this feels like, hey, they're in a tough spot because of what's happened with the pandemic and then having to, they were virtually, I mean, they were shut down for months. Um, this feels like, hey, we need some money here. Um, and it, to your point, not from a place of strength, but rather from a place of I uh, got to do it versus I want to do it. Yeah. Well, while we're talking about them, Kevin, um, I don't have their numbers across every market. So perhaps this is a big anomaly. Okay. I say that very wholeheartedly knowing that it could be an anomaly. But what I do know is that their numbers in Phoenix, Open Door only purchased 66 homes last month, August 2020. 
That's down 82% over what they purchased in August of 2019. That's going the wrong direction. Yes, they were definitely off for quite a while, but they've also been back up for quite a while. Um, and it's a hot market. So trying to find homes with a median purchase price point of 254, which is what they purchased that last month, Kevin, is a little challenging, right? Those homes just don't exist out there uh, as much as they did a year ago. So I feel like they're gonna have to have some model changes. They also sold 56 homes here in the Phoenix area last month. That's down 71% from the 358 they sold in August of 2019. So I'm not saying that they're falling apart. I'm not saying the model doesn't work, but I feel like some model shift is gonna have to happen here because you can't keep finding $250,000 homes to purchase in the Phoenix market and continue to, to grow in size, right? Which is yeah. what now your shareholders are going to want. Yeah, it's so crazy. So I, I can't wait for all the all of the haters out there who who hate this the even idea of a iBuyer are gonna say, see, I told you they couldn't survive in a down market. Like, yeah. let's be clear, that's not this is not what we're either one of us. I'm not saying. a hater of it. I'm no. just trying to be realistic about the the you know, like presenting both sides of the story though, right? Oh, absolutely. You gotta gotta present both sides of the story because there are there definitely more than one side here. So um, again, I agree, uh, you know, not from a position of strength, but again, um, you know, I also believe going public has always been in the works for them. Obviously, I don't know that for sure because I'm not an insider there, but that's my belief. Yeah. And I might be going out and buying some SCH stock just so we're clear. Um, that's, I'm not hating on them, right? Like I, I might, I think that's I might've placed an order this morning that still hasn't been filled. I don't think you can actually buy it right now. So uh, yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's been a little while. So, okay. Well, we'll have to watch that Kevin, but that'll yep. be interesting. all right. All so right. Mortgages in forbearance. Let's talk about those rates again. Um, they've dropped again, which is good news, right? We're seeing the number of forbearance, especially from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac continue to go down. Um, and so that, that's the good news part of it. The bad news part of it, if you will, is kind of the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, but like the privately held mortgage rates, like those forbearance numbers have actually ticked up a little bit. And I, I think the scarier part is, you know, when you look at like unemployment, even though the numbers are down, it's still like a, almost a million people a week are flying are filing for unemployment. Um, and so now we've got like, we got a perfect storm of like these People have to not just get back to work, but like get their income back all the way. And you've got, you know, the whatever the senator, you know, got the Senate and Congress, like still they can't put together a second stimulus package to save their life. Like I'm imagining they're waiting until like, I don't know, the second week of November to try to help anybody. I'm not real sure. Whatever the next vacation is. Whatever yeah. the next vacation is. So, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of belief out there that this could lead to a, another rise in forbearances. Um, We'll see. I don't, I don't really know if that's true or not, but it, it could. could. All right. And we end today with what seems like old news, almost like I'm retelling you a story we've told you before. Interest rates hit another all-time low. Last week, Freddie Mac came out and said the 30-year averaged uh, fixed rate mortgage was 2.86. That is another all-time low. I think if you're keeping record, that's the third, maybe the fourth all-time low we've seen here in 2020. That's all-time, not the 2020 low. That's an all-time historical low. And the 15-year rate, uh, all-time low, 2.37%. So with that, go out and find some buyers who need to buy and some sellers that are ready to, uh, to upgrade on their home size and keep their same payment because interest rates are still affordable and forbearances are dropping. And uh, maybe don't put all your money in open door, but watch that one carefully. <laughs> That's a good summary. We could have just done that. All right. Like that? Um, Is that good? 
That was, that was a really good one. I won't, I won't even comment on that further. Thanks a lot for joining us again this week, guys. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you back here next week. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty, and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.